Welcome into the CatCast, where we take a look at the courts, talking cats tennis with our director of tennis, Val Vellucci. Both the men's and the women's programs represented BCU incredibly well this season, with the women going to the MEAC championship coming up a little bit short, and the men who fought shorthanded the entire season making the way to the semifinals of the 2019 MEAC championship. Val, I know we came a little short on both ends, but you've got to be so proud of what the men and women showed in 2019. Well, if you if you can call it short, I, I certainly didn't look at it that way because mm-hmm. we we overachieved, you know. And I have to give credit to my athletes; they really pushed hard through the entire season. They didn't let up. They, you know, on their days off, they wanted to go out there and work on their own. So they were they were just putting the extra time in, and it it made the difference. Uh, we knew the men had potential. You know, being shorthanded obviously doesn't help, but, you know, you could, that could be the beginning of, you know, what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes having a sixth player doesn't necessarily make you better. It could, it could be the demise of us. We, you know, we wouldn't know that unless, you know, who that individual would have been and to make them really buy into our program from the start. So, you know, these, these five were just solid players, knew what they wanted to do, had their goals set and they went after it. And they, you know, the loss to South Carolina obviously was very disappointing for them, but they just performed incredibly. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't say that we were short in any in any respect. And um, they really have, you know, something to be proud of. And, and I'm pleased with them. As far as the women go, when I saw them at the beginning of the year, I thought we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> our, our doubles looked pretty bleak, and you know they really needed to learn the game of doubles. We we were not doing anything special out there when it came to doubles play, and I knew that that was going to be our Achilles unless we we made some good from it. And we, the girls worked hard. You know they did what they didn't want to do, which was how I wanted them to play. But you know they they committed to it and and in the end it it helped for them to get to the finals with three freshmen on our roster it was quite an incredible feat and uh, you know we had our chances in the final we we the we, we got beat but uh we did have our chances and we had we had three set points for the doubles point so that could have made all the difference in the world for yeah. us you know we lost that in a tiebreaker and then we had four matches on the court in third sets so you know it still was within our grasp even losing that doubles point but you know they just the other team just played a little better than us at certain points and that was the difference overall but in saying all that, I, I can't be happier with how the season went. They're, they're just a great group of, of kids and, and players and really dedicated, and that doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. Val Vellucci, our director of tennis at BCU, with us on the CatCast. If you're new to the tennis program, as Val had just said, five players in the men's roster, as typical for a starting lineup, not a roster makeup, but just a starting lineup, at least six on the court. There's three double matches going on, so you can do the math there three times 
times two, and then for the singles matches as well, uh, six singles matches. So the Cats were shorthanded with it. You said you had some senior leadership out there. Three seniors in the roster, Victor Bravo, Juan Navarro, Jose Plazas. You had an incredible rookie in Victor Castro, really burst onto the scene, and the sophomore Philip Lynch as well. What did the leadership from the seniors mean to this 2019 team? These three seniors were true leaders. To have all three of them be leaders is it was just an impressive thing for our other two players. They really brought that you know that young feeling toward them to be stronger. And Victor Castro was not the typical freshman. He you know physically he's so much stronger than than most freshmen coming in and and he grew while he was here so he made an impressive start to to the his first year here and Philip worked so hard over the over the summer months and he came back stronger than last year and what a difference it had it made. And to have, you know, all of them really working hard throughout the summer and listening to the the seniors and how badly they really wanted to make a run for this championship it made the difference do you know what's next for any of these seniors i don't i know juan has now been inspired to to be a college coach Mm. so you know he's kind of changed his his direction of where he wants to go uh, it's just been a good experience for him and he he wants to be a part of the team uh, in the fall he does have an extra semester here and he's going to try to help out with the team which will be you know very very helpful uh, the other two I'm not sure they're, they're not sure as well they're kind of deciding which direction they want to head but they have a solid business uh, background and I'm, I'm sure whatever they do they'll they'll be successful at. How many of your former players in your years of coaching have gone on to become college coaches? That's a good question. I've got to think. I've been doing this a long time. So I'm thinking three off the top of my head that, that I can. So that's pretty impressive. We may add a fourth. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so, you know. Uh, does, you know, have a, to have good coaches and, and good people doing it. Mm-hmm. I, I feel, feel good about the ones that did go on to coach because the sport definitely needs that. And, you know, especially at the college level. Mm-hmm. So let's hope that they. Some of you know they'll continue to have some success along that way. So you graduate three out of five on the men's side. So with, without much saying, it goes to say that uh, Max Collar and you are going to hit the road running as far as recruiting goes. How do you replenish this roster? Well, we've already we've already been working hard at that, knowing that we had we had a lot of spots to fill, and you know it will be a rebuilding year for us. We we have to go through that. It's it's part of, of college athletics. You know, you, you graduate the good ones. You get them to finally be where you'd like them to be, and they got to leave. But uh, we'll start over, and we'll rebuild, and, and hopefully, um, you know, we'll have as much success with the, with the young group of players that we've had with on the women's end. All conference honors on the men's side. Just to wrap it up, for Juan Navarro. Victor Bravo and Jose Plazas. And speaking as far as all-conference goes, as we're with the director of tennis, Val Valucci, let's stick with that all-conference mentioning. Uh, over on the women's side, Michelle Nube 
Miak, Rookie of the Year. You mentioned earlier the youth on the women's side. I think looking ahead in, in 1920, that's not going to be a rebuilding year. I think next year, your third year of the program might be the year that we go up and topple South Carolina State or someone else in the Miak Championship. How excited are you for the future, given what you return on the women's side? Do you know that we have the most unnominated and named conference players in the entire selection? So that that says a lot. I mean, hmm. even for the, the teams that might have won the championship, they didn't have as many uh, conference players as we did. And you know, in saying that, we we want we want these uh, freshmen to to carry on. You know, they've got a taste of it now. They know what it is. What it is. Is, they know what it takes, so they've learned. That was that was a very good experience for them, and they're going to, I'm sure, use that experience to help our our young players coming in. So, second straight year, you've had the MIAC Rookie of the Year, Rihanna Butt, when at last year she's All Conference this season. Between those two, how are they similar, and how are they different as young players? We pretty pretty hit hit the gold um, on both those players <laughs> to do that, you know, back to back years. Um, the The similarities of the two is they're just their mental toughness, and uh, it, it Rehana is is such a fighter out there, not only. Uh, in her match play physically but sometimes verbally too because she really Hmm. lets her opponent know she's there so she has an intimidating factor Mm. that goes with her where michelle is is the total opposite she's so quiet she's so controlled she you don't even know what's going on and in her head because she shows no nothing when she's playing she certainly you know keeps herself pumped up and has a positive image on the court but she's so calculated Mm. and 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 a real thinker, you know, she really knows what she's going to do. Rehana just kind of reacts, and and she goes with gut, and that's the difference between the two. And it works for both of them. So mm-hmm. there's no right way or wrong way to do things. They they did it well, both of them. I think that sets a perfect example for the future of the program uh, as they continue to grow next year. But going to be a junior, Newbay going to be a sophomore. You've got. A vocal leader, and you've got one that sounds like leads by presence out there. You kind of have the best of both worlds to show an example for those future players, right? We do. And it just also goes to show that there's no particular mold that has to play for us you know i am i'm of the 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 school where you bring the best out of your best players and and you know you want to keep making them grow and you want them to grow to be who they are and and you know find the most positive things from them and bring them out and that's what we constantly and i try to do along the way growing these these young athletes So looking at the roster, Coach, you do have three seniors in the roster similar to the men. In your time here at BCU, what have those three seniors meant to not just the program but to you here at BCU? Well, my three seniors, you know, being here uh, for the three years and spending the time with them, it's always – it's always hard to to see your seniors leave. They've they've reached what I feel um, a high point in their career, and they've they've finished strong. I've seen them grow, you know, not only on the court but also off the court, and just just having a, a real 
good relationship with my athletes makes it difficult for me to let them go. But um, I know, you know, even as a parent that you need to let them spread their wings and do more. And as I was saying that before, that it's always hard to let them go. I definitely go into a slight depression when (laughs) they do leave. And it takes a little time for me to get through that. But I I know there's there's more good ahead and, and more work to do with the other young athletes that we have. One of your seniors, Karen Romero, has been with CatEye for the past few years. And when we got the news, I believe it was Christmas break when she had the unfortunate burn injury. And then going out and seeing her play on the court through that, how impressed were you? Well, we didn't think Karen was going to be playing in the spring, according to what the doctors had said, that her her burn and the, the repair of that was not going to be ready for the spring for her to handle holding a racket, no less hitting a ball, and for her to come back. And she, I guess she healed so quickly, and the doctors did an amazing um, work on her hand, and she, she wanted to give it a go. And little by little, she just kept building confidence with it, and it, and it really opened her, her eyes to the value of what the sport has mm-hmm. meant to her. You know, she, she at times had struggled on the court and being emotional, wanting to obviously play well, but wasn't knew what her potential was, but wasn't able to do it, but just based on the amount of pressure that she would put on herself. And when she had this accident and, and then come back from it, it just put a whole new perspective, and it was the best tennis I saw Karen mm. play in the three years that she was here. And she actually learned to to love the game and not have a, a love-hate relationship with it anymore. She, she had great appreciation for it, and what she did was truly amazing. I, I, was, I was just so happy for her. It's a fantastic story. Mm. It really is. So you wrap this up, Val. Anything else that you want to say to put a ribbon on the 2019 season for your team? Well, I mean, I I try to give my athletes as much positive feedback as I possibly can. Um, I'm not a hard-nosed type of coach, uh, and you know, my feeling is that I I hope and and I hope it continues that they keep raising their game based on you know the sights that they have in 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 their own mind and what our sights are for our program and they know um, they can come to me for anything and 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 it, it makes them that much more comfortable on the court and able to perform at their highest level without feeling the ton of pressure that they might already be putting on themselves mm-hmm. um, but just just saying that it's been you know a great privilege to work with these young athletes and you know I, I just hope for the best along the way that's Val Vellucci our director of tennis at Bethune-Cookman Val thanks for stopping in and uh, congratulations on what's been a fantastic season that's really set uh, a firm foundation for what's ahead for both the men and the women thank you that's Val Vellucci also be sure to tune in Tuesday May 7th 5 o'clock for the BCU Wildcat Insider in which we take a look around seniors at each of the spring sports including Jose Plazas who teaches us how to do the backhand slice that's on Fox Sports Florida Tuesday May 7th at 5 p.m. For Val Vellucci, I'm Nolan Alexander. This has been the CatCast.